Hey guys, welcome to Unapologetically, a podcast home to unrefined thoughts, opinions, and contemplations about a little something called life. I'm your host, Gerilyn, and with me is my dear friend, Isaac! Ayo! Ayo! He says as you he says as hit, I the woes. hit the wall again, I really have to stop that. Why do you have to stop that? It's depressing me. It's too much like her and it's pissing me off. There's nothing wrong with being like your ex. There is. You especially can. when my ex is like that! Which leads us right into today's right into oh, today's, yeah. today's topic. Today's topic. Reinventing the self. Yes. No, but it's good. It was. It was. It, it's a nice. We, we gotta catch up. We, we gotta got catch it. up. You know, I haven't really talked to you since I got back from Japan. That's true. You know? Yeah. You know, it's nice. I haven't seen you. So like, the last time I've actually seen you for like an okay period of time was maybe my grad party. The, yeah. The but even then, it was like. Even then, like even grad parties, I never really talked to you. Yeah, because you're just you're, you're busy socializing with everybody else. I'm like <laughs> socializing. socializing. <laughs> hey, I call it tending to the flock. So there, there we go. Reinvention yeah. of the self. I feel like you had a certain period within high school that Abby told me that you came to her and you're like, how do I, how do I change? Like I don't know what you said to her, but then she told you like what to do. Was, and you're just like lose the basketball shorts. That's what she told me. She, I yeah, no, it was basically just Abby. How do I dress better? Oh, I see. <laughs> I was like, dude, just lose the basket, lose the basketball shorts. Start wearing fair. long pants. I was like, yeah, that's fair. Like that's base. That's one of the basics I have like come up with because I was like, you know, looking at. So this is around the time I got into K-pop. I'm not gonna lie, but mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I see you, bitch. I see you. Okay, <laughs> no, but like actually, like that's kind of why, mm. for lack of. I don't know, wording, I guess, because, you know, it's like, well, it was around the time, too, when, like, everyone else in the grade, minus our group, was starting to dress better and, like, you know, more proper. Really? Yeah. The only person I could see it in was Lee. Yeah. Like, no, it was, like, Lee, Nick, like, some of the guys. Oh, I can see it now. Okay, right? now that you, now that you put yeah. them out. Yeah, that makes sense. Some of them were, yeah. The girls yeah, lost just- fucking cause. Lost cause. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're gonna wear pants that show your ass cheeks, then just Jesus. Just don't even wear the pants. Yeah. Anymore. But like, what prompted that? Like, why did you like? Was it was it peer pressure? You think, or you just like? Ah. It was peer pressure, but that was, I think that was around the time when I started like taking more pride in who I am. Oh really? And like, cause I think around that time I started changing, like what I thought of myself because before like back in like sixth seventh eighth and like freshman I was like really really shy about everything and just kind of like not confident I think I knew you too well I couldn't see it yeah like once I'm comfortable around you I'm a chaotic little bitch but (laughs) okay no sixth grade I was an angel seventh grade I got like massive trust issues eighth grade to the winds. To the winds. To the winds. To people you knew at the very least. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you like because I was hanging out with like Mel and Marissa at the time, and so I didn't really know. And you. then you saw me around, around Marissa, and I'm, you know, I knew her for yeah, God knows how long. I don't know. And then you started being more, I guess, not aggressive. What's the word? Just more out there, angsty. like you said. To, yeah, angsty. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Angsty towards me whenever I saw you, and I'm like, holy shit, where did the angel go? And then yeah. I just got used to it because it was like small doses, which is really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. If you hit me in the face with that, I would have been like a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. You took more pride in who you were. I started taking... I started to, like, want to be more... Angsty? No. Like, I guess more mature, in a way. 
like not in the traditional sense but just kind of being able to know who I am and being able to take pride in that and being able to like you know be confident in that if you want to say because like I said before like I was an angsty little bitch like and then I I like yeah and then I realized I'm like I don't want to be that because you know all you guys kept fucking shitting on me for and i'm like you know what i think i think i'm there stop. everyone still shits me for shits on me for. oh we'll get Let's we'll get stop. to that later but i didn't yeah, know that you thought i think you've actually changed a lot and i think oh really it's interesting how you've changed i think i de- the biggest change i've had slash glow up was between my first two years of high school and then my last two years oh yes that I was like that was huge that's for everybody i think really i th- oh yeah I'll, there's some people that i feel like are consistent Oh, I mean, there's small tweaks here and there. I don't know. I thought like Bryce is pretty consistent. Like he was always who he was since day Bryce one. is pretty consistent, but I think around junior year he got a lot more comfortable around most of the group, and he's like mm. become a bit more uh, social. social yeah, oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, everyone's definitely changed. I mean, that's just yeah. how high school goes. But yeah, granted, high school is a period of major change, and you know, followed by college, it's you're going to change a lot. Like, I, I view college more as like the time to actually test out like okay where are the changes in high school the changes I wanted to make because for me yeah. I don't know no actually this summer has been like my major change my major I guess like I didn't go through like what you're going through with the whole like I want to be more mature that I understand who I am I don't fucking have that yet I envy that shit I don't have it yet because I just realized and people have been telling me this, and then, like, you know, when you hear the same thing over and over, you're like, oh shit, this isn't. Yeah, it's like, starting to it's, happen. It's a problem. Like, that, yeah. like, so the thing I kept hearing was I lacked confidence. And I looked at the first person who told me that, I think was, I think it was Bryson. And I looked at him, mm. I'm like, okay, like, you're fucking wrong. I think I have all the confidence. Cause I say shit like, I'm so fucking good. I'm so great. Like, yeah. you know? But then after that, my dad sat me down. He's like, yeah, if you want to be like an entrepreneur, like what the, the line of work you want to go into, go into, you need to start being more confident because there's this whole thing. So Japanese placement exam, mm. I was like, I have been off of it for a whole year. Don't know what the fuck um, Konichiwa is. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I don't know. And so he's like, hey, I bet if, if you make it past 202, like if you place higher than like, oh no, if you place higher than like 202 or 102, which is like, First year Japanese, mm, yeah, yeah. then I'll give you something. Or like, we'll, we'll make a wager. Like, you you okay. come up with what you want. If not, you play Pokemon with us. <laughs> and I looked at him. You play Pokemon? Yeah. And then I looked at him and I instinctively said, no. Uh, and he's yeah. like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Like, I nothing is worth losing my fucking life to Pokemon. And so when I got placed into 301, mind you, which I made Whoa. the problem. So that means I basically made all the credits I needed to make for Japanese. Because I skipped year one and year two. Bruh. I made year three and he looks at me he's like you could have gotten what you wanted but you didn't trust yourself enough you didn't even like it's the lowest level bet it, it was yeah, just Pokemon literally bitch. yeah but like and I thought I was making a smart choice because I was like okay. oh Pokemon but he's like no you said that because you didn't have any confidence that you were going to do well the first thing you thought was nothing was worse than Pokemon you assumed <laughs> that you were going to lose and I was like yeah. I mean I was okay, off for a whole year heck? but I don't know. I just realized around... Okay, no, 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 no. Hold up. The risk versus reward. <laughs> Do you have any idea? You want to go into entrepreneurship and you can't even evaluate that? You could have gotten anything you wanted. That's, and 
the only loss you were taking was the possibility of playing Pokemon. That's this point, though. He was like, the risk, yeah, the what? risk was so low, that, but you lost the so much confidence. The risk was so low. The reward was so high. And yeah. then you just <laughs> instinctively said no to that. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah. Second thing. Oh, second thing. First level Japanese. Isn't that like basic hiragana kamikata? <laughs> And you said no to passing that. I didn't know. I didn't know like talk could be used oh. to like connect adjectives. I that's didn't not know. even grammar at that point, Jerry. That's true. It's not grammar. Oh my, that's it's, like it's like basic oh. grammar, it's like law and all. Yeah, that's no. That's literally the A W B D E S pattern. Oh yeah, you're right. Here. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he did that purposely, he told me, like, to test me to see, like, yeah. was this going to be... Because at this point, I was getting, like, really into entrepreneurship because I finally found a place that, like... Supports you. Yeah, supports me, like, full-blown. Like, it's okay. just a different community, right? And so yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. And so, like, he did that to test me to see, like, did I have an... Was I strong enough to do this kind of thing? And he's like, as of now, I don't think you are. Because yeah. you couldn't even... Like, you were so self-conscious and so, like, not confident in your ability that you couldn't even look at the high-risk... Low or like low risk, high reward bet, and you couldn't even go for it because yeah. you didn't trust yourself. No, yeah, and that's what I'm going through right now. Which I don't, I'm so I don't know how, like, how did you, like, I don't think you had that issue in terms of your, your glow up in high school. Yours was more so, like, I know who I am, I should show it more. Well, okay, the thing, well, funny thing about me, um. You know how like everybody said, oh, you always have anger issues. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Everyone would say that. Yeah. I finally think I do. <laughs> but the thing I, is... I, I accepted it. <laughs> yeah, I've accepted it. But the thing is, I i don't really get angry over like the really small things anymore. Fair. Like even if I may look at it, I just do that for like comedic effect. I just do that to get a rise out of people. Fair. Like now I'm just kind of angry at the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, but like not in the tip, not in the stereotypical, oh, the world is shit and I'm just going to burn to the ground. I'm like... I'm going to take what I want, and you're not going to fucking stop me. Oh, fair. That kind oh, of it's thing. that kind like, of thing. Like, I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah, I'm going to rise to the top, and if I don't, I'm going to burn the rest of you down so Big I'm pharma. at the top. Big pharma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally, literally, that's the entire thing. Like, You're, you're aiming to be Big Pharma. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to be at the top, whether you like it or not. Fair. That's my mindset at this <laughs> oh point. Oh, my God. Like... You might as well shoot for it. Like, no one's yeah. stopping you. Yeah. I mean... Like, anyone who's going to stop me is going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Put it quite it's seeping. It's seeping. Yeah. But, like... And then that eventually gets tra- translated into self-confidence. Minus, you know, my entire narcissistic personality. But, <laughs> hey. You know. It comes with a little bit of narcissism. I yeah. There's, like, a sprinkle. Has I to. think it's good to have a little bit of narcissism in you. Like... It's... Well, well define narcissism. Because I feel like a lot of people, like, it's... Nar- narcissism's different. Different like, to certain people. I know there's like a definition, but like, what is narcissism? Being so sure of yourself to the point where you won't let anyone else, like, even taint your image of you. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's just being so confident in yourself that no one else's opinions matter. I think that's just self-confidence. I thought narcissism was more so like, well, I'm so sure of myself that even if the problem is me, it's not fucking me, it's you. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but like, I only do a sprinkle of it. There's like a little bit, you There's know? There's a little There's bit. There's a smidge. So it's just like, I'm so sure of myself. And then you just cut it there and take the right... Then you dumb. <laughs> no, but there is a bit of narcissism. I can see that. Like, I think it's just being so obsessed with yourself. 
That's oh, yeah. what it is. That, yeah. I think everyone like, goes to that. Definitely. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, of course. A lack of self-confidence is definitely like not good. You know? Yeah, I think my dad said, I'd rather have too much than too little. Yeah. And he's like, and I took, I took, oh my God. I was just trying to figure out, I was just trying to quantify it because I'm like, okay, I have to start like fixing this. The easiest way for me to do it is if I quantify it and if I like see a number. That's a very logical me. I don't think it is. It is. It is. And it makes sense for you because you're like business and economics. I'm like, if I can see it, I can fix it. Oh, yeah, fair. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly it. So I took this quiz online that everyone, I guess, generally takes. It's like like the self confidence inventory or like self esteem inventory. Self esteem Mm -hmm. is essentially like this view of yourself. I took it. And I scored 23. I'm like, oh, not bad. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And they're just like, what's the average? And like, the average was 32. Like, oh, ah. shit. Ah. The, average, the average, no, no, they said 32 lower. 32 and lower was, that means you're significantly lacking confidence. So the fact that I'm lower than the significantly lower threshold, I'm like, hi. <laughs> I don't know how to fix this. Okay. Yeah, no, but like, <laughs> the thing I'm concerned about for you with your like, kind of, lack of confidence is that one yeah you didn't realize it until now oh yeah I did. and like it was kind of obvious because like really? if okay the thing was like if you got into any major like confrontations where someone be, would be like oh no yeah i think it's this you'd just kind of get overridden a lot of the time oh I really feel. yeah like you try and do it but if they really pushed then you would just get overridden uh, even if you knew yours was better see i need people to tell me these things because I, I never see them like in my mind i'm here like I'm like, I stand my ground. And like, it was so, what was the word? Delusional? Just because when I hung out with Eden them, yeah, they viewed me just, as confident. They viewed me as confident. They viewed you as confident. Yeah, like she texted me. She's like, hey, like, like you're like really confident. I really appreciate it. Like, you're so you. And I was like, yeah. And, but then when I think back, think about it now, I wasn't. I was the least confident out of everyone there. I was just the loudest. Yeah. Because I was trying so hard to be the smart kid so I could fit in with them. Like, Aaron, every time we talked, and he's just like, yeah, that girl's stupid. I'm like, yeah, stupid. It was so bad, Isaac, and I didn't realize that. Like, it wasn't that prominent. Like, 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 Bryson had to tell me, yeah, I like conversations with you when you push back, not when you roll over. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, because there's no point in a conversation (laughs) if you're just literally steamrolling it. No, the thing is, like, I've dated so many, like... I've dated so many chicks. No, just, it. I've dated people who, like, you can just steamroll, and it's not fun. Really? I've talked to people, you can just steamroll, and it's really not fun. I've talked There's to you, no, and I can get into it. <laughs> I've talked to you, and you can just steamroll over you. The I, I like, know. Jesus, dude, no, some of the conversations we've had back in, like, sophomore year, I was just like, Jerry, please, what happened? Oh, true. But, like, I couldn't say that to you, because you were, like, you know... Delusional? Kinda. <laughs> like... Now that you're over it for the most part, I can say these two things to you. Yeah. Like, like, oh, go yeah, for it. it was, Y'all just like, lay on me. This is, it was this is just kind of... Some of the things, man. Questionable. Questionable. <laughs> like why? Lay it on me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Dating fucking Mason? Oh, uh, everyone tells me that when I finally broke up with him. Yes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Like, that, that was like a point where I realized, like, too, like, I can, I can point out every single instance where I lack confidence. He was one of them. Because he called me Walrus. He literally and called yeah, me his little I baby Walrus. Fucking and know. I stayed with him. I was like, I, I heard that. I'm like, and you stay with him. Why? But I couldn't fucking say that to them. Because you're like, oh, he calls me my little baby Walrus. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, she's gone. She's gone. She's, she's gone. gone. I, did, I had a really bad what habit. The? Like, the person who's most likely going to lie to you is yourself. I don't know how you would fix that i don't know how like i don't god damn it well, at a certain point it just becomes being like aware willing to oh. face the truth even if you don't like it 
Okay. Even if you really hate it and it causes you so much stress and pain, you have to be willing to face the truth at some point. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? Because... Is that you and your anger issues? Did you get angry at your anger issues? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just accepted it, really. Really? Because, well, you know, seven years of just everyone being, yeah, no, he has anger issues. Yeah, no, you have anger issues. Yeah, That's... no, you have It's just like, fuck, whatever. You give up. Like, what, what did that... To be completely honest, you just give up. I was so frustrated. Why were you frustrated? all like, of you. You didn't like us calling you, like saying you have anger issues? I, yeah. Anger issues? For the longest time, I'm like, I don't. I don't. You guys are just pissing me off constantly. <laughs> and at a certain point, I'm like, yeah, you know what, whatever. If I enough can, people are saying it, it's probably true. If enough people are saying it, like, it's not even that I take it for true. I'm just like, yeah, sure, I'll just get angry. She was like, get I'll just fuck get off angry. my back. You're gonna make me angry all the time. I'm gonna get angry issues at a certain point. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. Like, you really have to be willing to see yourself for who you are and mm. accept it. And that's like, that's part of just changing yourself as well. Like, mm. if you want to change yourself, and I think everybody goes through a phase where they do want to change themselves, Fair. like puberty or whatever, realizing who you are, maybe like, um, what's it called? Like therapy or mm. just. I actually had to look into that. You know, stuff like that, right? Yeah. You're gonna go through a phase where you want to change who you are. Mm. And at that point, you need to be able to just look at yourself and see who you really are. Because you can't change your image of yourself. Well, you can change your image of yourself, but it won't do you any good. Right. That's the thing, it's just an image of yourself. You have to be able to change who you really are. You mean your perception of yourself? Well, no, because your perception of yourself can be misguided, right? I guess so, yeah. Because you thought you were confident, right? <laughs> not, not to call you out or anything, no, 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 just as an example, just yeah. as a really personal example. Of course. You thought you were confident, but when you were actually just kind of not, Yeah. right? You have to be able to take that inner look. And I've been, I guess, kind of blessed, really, because I've always been able to really take a look at myself not to like be narcissistic but to objectively look at myself like whenever i'm in times of emotional distress i will actually just shut off all emotion (laughs) look at myself logically and say okay what's happening why is it happening and how do i change it if i want to change it Mm. and then i can just go from there and i think that's really helped me a lot especially with relationships and like you know like breakups dealing with all that stuff high school even like how do I change myself I for the that. better? And, you know, it's just kind of... It's not something that everyone can do, but I think it's something everyone can learn to do. But mm. it does take a lot of practice. Oh, yeah, I feel like... And, like... I think I used to have that in sixth grade, and then I just completely lost it. Everything was, I need to get it validated by someone else. Yeah, and I don't, I don't entirely blame you for that. I think it was a lot like how was structured. That's what I believe. Cause, and my like, family life, I guess. Yeah, your family life, because they were pushing you to do the best. Cause you're the only one, in, right? Yeah. Like, you were the one who like the investment was in, and you yeah. have to be good. And not to mention, six through eighth was very questionable for me. I think because. Not only do you have, it's all mixed together, right? Yeah. The entire grade is mixed and every year you change. Team spaces, classes, mm-hmm. have friend groups half the time. And True. it was, it was like very concerning now that I look back at it because you have a lot of people who wouldn't necessarily get along kind of 
in the same team space is almost forced to get along because mm-hmm. you know all the team space bonding all the team space activities and stuff mm-hmm. and then it was just kind of like certain people didn't fit you know what i mean like you'd have like i don't know like uh reed per se mixed with people like lana and then it's just very different and then you know they wouldn't get along normally and Mm -hmm. that's just kind of how weird it get like you have those people who aren't necessarily gifted academically but are incredible in other areas mixed with the people who are incredibly driven incredibly academically gifted but you know i think and i'm like i'm trying to look at it objectively i don't think does a very good job with showcasing i mean i know they're doing a better job now but back then i mean i mean nothing really happens in sixth to eighth grade but like people are still doing stuff like i met a lot of kids that are just like starting their own businesses and they don't get the press that i feel like they would deserve or i feel like that would definitely break that that um image of we're just a college prep school and if you just get good grades you're solid like we michelle and i were talking about this a long time ago too like it's actually not necessarily the kids who do well at school that get in like you have the athletes obviously like you just <laughs> you got yeah. the anyway anyway but then like when i saw chloe i was like god damn that's the thing right you have to learn right that another person's success does not mean your failure and just because say you know like chloe and you know all those people brilliant brilliant minds incredibly gifted incredibly driven Mm -hmm. no discount to all their hard work at all right but there are always other areas you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah that's there's no way that she can be good at everything. She only appears to be good at everything now because we only see her in an academic environment. That's very true. Granted, she may be talented in other places. I don't know. I don't really know her that well. I, the only thing I know about her is that she is incredibly academically gifted yes. because I know of her reputation at school. That's very true. And, you know, take a look at me. My dumbass in, like, fucking half the lowest math, maths, mm-hmm. half the fucking... English, you can't really write because English is weird. Um, <laughs> you know, AP Bio, fucking Reg Chem, <laughs> fucking, you know, right. uh, Physics Honors 1, stuff like that. But do I still consider myself intelligent? Yes. Because, well, one, you gotta, you know, discount. Your C is probably everyone else's A. That's, yeah. At a certain point. That's Especially in high school, actually. Like I've seen the discrepancy between public school. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, but two, like, I, you know, I just have confidence in myself that I can do it. I realized that half of high school I wasn't pushing myself to what I could do. Mm. And, you know, that's reflected in my grades. But... You know you're capable. I know I can fucking do shit man for lack of better words I'm not going to be some genius but if you give me enough time I'll figure it out that's, that's very true like that's literally my kind of stigma I guess mm. anyone can do it it just takes a matter of time and that's the thing like at, like school is honestly just kind of a time based trial that's like true. 
it's how fast can you learn this? How fast can you memorize this? How fast can you mm-hmm. retain this? Yeah. And not, will you remember it? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean by, wait, I feel like it's all is memorization. Like you. No, I mean like after the test is gone, after school's over, after that oh. is done, how much will you retain? Realistically. That's true. Because oh, for me, I'll it. tell you, I don't remember shit about chem. I don't remember shit about physics. But, <laughs> but if you give yourself enough time, if I give, if you give me enough time, it will come back to me. Right. I have, I have found I have an incredible muscle memory, just like for orchestra. Ah, oh, like, legend. Actually, half the stuff like you can like I don't think Kazu remembers this, but back in eighth grade or something, I was his stand partner. No, seventh grade, I was his stand partner. Uh-huh. And we had an incredibly difficult piece. He he could do it like second day we had it. Be that because we practiced it or not, I don't know. I had such an such a hard time with it. Mm -hmm. But also, this motherfucker couldn't play O to Joy, and I just gave him shit for that. Like, come on, but um, yeah, incredibly hard piece. I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. By the time the concert came around, I could do it almost by memory. Yeah, because you couldn't work. No, not even that. I didn't even like. I literally turned my brain off for all of orchestra past sixth grade. Like, I would not. I had. I had other things to do, man. Like, damn. Okay. Fair. Like, Fair. I would be sitting next to Julia, and I feel so bad for her because she's a lovely girl. But I was just like staring off into space, and she'd be like, "Isaac, Isaac, turn the page." I'm like, "Shit." Oh, you have to turn the page. Yeah, and I was like, "Sorry, sorry." But no, that's literally the thing. I would literally, like, my motto for orchestra was. Just keep doing it over and over again until you get it. Because at some point, I know I would. Mm. And when I did, I could literally look at the first note, turn my brain off, and go. Da, 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 and just play. Just play. I was legend, fine. Legend. I was like, okay, well, hey, it seems to work. Leave that. It seems it, like, to work. Literally, it's just muscle memory and time. Mm. And like, I think that's the way it is for like almost everything in life. Because anything impressive you see anybody do, right? Like speed cubing or yeah. DDR or like any of that <laughs> stuff. Like, you know, just any of that, like, mildly impressive, oh, hey, shit, they're, they're good at that stuff. DDR. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's true. I agree with that. Like, I don't think it applies to everything. Like, right. for, you know, advanced mathematics and stuff. But at that point, it's just, you know, learning what to do and just trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, mm. trial and error. Fair. And just time. Time mm. and patience and a good mindset will just get you anywhere, I feel. Like, there is a certain amount of drive needed. Because granted, if you're not fucking doing shit, you're not going to go anywhere. But, you know, like... You put enough time into anything, you sink enough time into anything. Granted, you won't be as good as someone who is innately gifted as it. Mm, fair. But you will get to the point where no one can tell the difference. You know? Yeah, I can see that. You just have and to put just, more time. Yeah. It's you so hard. dedicated to it. I think one of your gifts... Is being able to put things in perspective that's something i definitely struggle with because when you start putting i can never okay the one thing i'm very cautious i guess or because i know i can i know i can fucking lie to myself and lie to myself well so then whenever i think like whenever i try to put it in perspective i ask myself like am i actually putting it into perspective or am i making excuses because there was a difference right and i never mm. know what the fuck the difference is like so i don't know like what you just did there like with Chloe, like, or, like, yeah, let's say, let's just, I don't know if Chloe actually plays, like, orchestra, but let's, let's just pretend, or, like, like, 
Aaron, Aaron. We'll yeah. just say Aaron. He plays it well, right? And you just said, like, well, if you put it into perspective, yeah. like, I can get there, right? You put it into perspective, you did it well. There was no, it didn't sound like an excuse. It didn't. It just sounds like, oh, well, I just need a little bit more time. That's all the fuck it is. But, like, how do you distinguish the difference between I'm putting it into perspective so that, like, I understand, like, I'm not a fucking failure. I just need more time versus me making an excuse. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I tried. I was just, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't it sound eerily similar? Mm. I see what you're talking about. I think, I think what it is, is that perspective is a funny thing. It mm. usually only comes after the fact. Very true. Which is when it's you know least useful, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like well, it gives you a bit of like you know confidence back, I guess, because it's like well, yeah, I guess I didn't really. And then for the future reference. Yeah. Yeah. It's more an excuse is something you do or you like make before you do anything you know it's like really well it's something that you use to prevent you from doing something do you know what i mean oh uh, it's I guess like so. i don't know like okay if you okay i have an example if you take me playing volleyball right so i can never tell if me quitting volleyball was an excuse or was it a call for like i'm putting it into perspective and that's why i quit because the re- like the reason why i keep thinking i quit because the politics right but my I hit like part of me is saying, well, you're just like if you really loved it, it would this would just you would let this blow over. Like so I in like my, half my mind I'm like this is an excuse. And the other half is just like, well, it is shitty to deal with politics for a sport that you poured your heart out into. Because I like I was actually training, I was like like you know how I live so far? Yeah. Like thirty minute drives to the gym and thirty minute drives back and then I couldn't eat carbs. I fucking I had to throw in my ice cream and I was so pissed. <laughs> and then just to get just to have somebody's parent, there's somebody parent pay my coach to play them, and I'm just like, yeah, there. even though okay. I thought I was playing, but you see how like you can misconstrue that either way, like putting it through perspective. That's why I didn't try. Either way, like isn't or like that's why I'm quitting, not trying, because I did try, right? Yeah. So like, I guess, like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't well, know. If you okay, can... no, I, I I see what you mean. Right. And I think I don't think it's an excuse because that is genuinely something that. Like, it's it's something that gen- that actually happened for one. Like that was actually a thing because a lot of excuses aren't True. really things. True, you right? have to like, find them. Yeah, you have to mm. go and look for them and say, oh well, you know, I have like this, so I don't, ha- so I can't actually do that and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but you actually had to deal with the problem. Like, if there were people actually paying the coaches to get their kids to play, then that's actually just corruption, sure. and that detracts from your you know, efforts as a genuine athlete. Mm. And that is reason to quit the sport because that one is really, really depressing. <laughs> like, yeah. damn. And two, like, that's just fucked up. And if that gets caught, you could get in trouble. Right. You, as just by association, like, even if you didn't do anything, you could still get in trouble. And that's the just scaling it back then. Now that you're able to like distinguish the difference, like what what would you say is I guess we hit on one point, like an excuse is something you need to find. Like it's just not there out. Yeah. I don't know. That that was just one of my words. And then earlier you said something along the lines of, you know, like changing yourself. Like people like at some point in their lives want to change themselves. How do you know when the reason's wrong? Like I don't like because then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, like I'm gonna work my ass off because I love work. But I secretly didn't know that I'm only working because I wanted validation from people. Like, I wanted to look like 
I was such a hard worker because I feel like I'm trying to compensate for something that I like you know how everyone's so smart right yeah. looking back on it now the reason why I like throw myself in the burner is not because I want to look like I mean, yeah because I want to look like a work hard but the reason behind that was not because I fucking love my work I mean I do now I do like now I understand the things I do like I, I guess I distinguish that but like how do people end up yeah, this is a lot of introspection. I think I have to write this shit down at some point. But like, how how would you how would you determine whether or not the reason why you're doing something is right or wrong? Like, I don't. Well, you know what I mean. I don't think there's ever going to be a right reason, and I don't think there's ever going to be a wrong reason. It's just the reason you want. That's the kind of interesting thing about human nature. Mm-hmm. We're very fickle. What can be <laughs> good one day will be bad another, and what can be bad one day will seem like, you know, the morally just cause the next. And Mm. it just depends on, well, truthfully, your perspective of what is good, what is bad, what your life is, and how you kind of choose to live it. Because, like, okay, take... I think a really common thing that might pop up for people is, oh, I want to change myself for my significant other. Fair. Right? Yes. That's very like, common. You've had that. I've had that. Anyone in a relationship has probably had it at some point. Yes. And it's... I can't say it's good because it can lead to very negative things. And I can't say it's bad either because if you truly do love them, you will compromise. And that is a form of change. Yeah. But I think the key is to find a sort of balance and to make sure that you yourself will be happy with it even after you know Mm -hmm. like if you've broken up will you still be happy with the changes you've made to yourself even you know it's just a matter of can you live with it or do you have the strength to change again Mm. because it does take a certain amount of like I want to say mental fortitude to be able to just tear yourself apart and rebuild yourself that's fair and, you know, it's concerning, some of the things. It's concerning? Well, you know, we've just finished high school, and... I'm concerned that I only found this shit out now about myself. That's very concerning for me. I don't know what you're concerned about, but holy shit, holy shit. Well, no, no, I think it's fine that you're only finding this out now, because this is a period of change. High school and college are really a period oh, of change. I I wouldn't go so far to call as to call high school toxic, but <laughs> it certainly doesn't do you any any favors. And I personally feel like at you lessen it like the academy structure lessens the brunt of that a lot. What do you mean? Because um, normal high school, right? Yes. Set classes, set schedule. You go to the exact same classes with the exact same people every day really you only know those people you only really talk to those people because hey they're in your classes academy Mm -hmm. we get breaks it's like it's like college you find the people you are like you find the people who who share similar interests you bond with those people those people are your friends you don't necessarily make friends with the people in your class I've been in classes where I have no idea who the hell any of the people are And it's just like, okay, roll with it. Right. Maybe I'll make a friend. Maybe I won't. Who knows? But I know I'll have, you know, the wizards group to come back to. Right. It's an anchor. Yeah. So I think that's something that 
kind of one lessens the blow per se of when, like, the usual toxicity I guess the usual toxicity of like high school like oh I have to be friends with them because I only know them and oh, that usual kind of clicky stuff like we don't have as big I mean there are still clicks there but are the still clicks, clicks but are super super laid back the clicks. people you know you share interests with not just the people you're forced to be friends with I guess right it wasn't for reputation yeah. it's because I know I share something I have yeah. that we and have there especially like i guess our grade like it's really clicky it's really like we we're hella we're there's a clear difference between the popular people and you know us yes <laughs> and <laughs> it's like usually in high schools right that would cause you know issues mm. saying the least like there would be a certain amount of self-esteem issues but i don't think we have that just because well one our group is so big and two we don't care about them. We don't share any interest with them. We it, we actually laughed at people who cared. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. We there there was no reason for us to care. There was no you know popularity contest. That's very per true. Se. I definitely see how it lowers, not lowers, softens. <laughs> I'm from. The thing that like the thing I find really actually great about <laughs> the Mamiya Gang is that. So many of them were willing to just accept the stigma and just take it in stride. True. And dear God, when they took it in stride, they did it well. They did it and well. It was beautiful to watch. I think the Eds took it in very, very well. Oh my God. I it loved was, it. It was amazing. It was really amazing. I mean, at the time, at the time, it seemed cringe and I wanted nothing to do with it. Like, that's why I moved. No, it wasn't because I hated the stigma. It was more so because I felt like I wasn't being understood well. Mm. But the, uh, that issue came from the fact that I always felt like I needed validation. So, <laughs> so now I just get a little fucked up there. <laughs> but yeah, the one thing I know, like what you said, you need to be willing to live with it. And the way I interpreted that was how happy are you going to be with it? But it's so hard to put, how the fuck do you measure whether or not you're going to be happy with it? How the hell do you do that? Because for all you know, again, you could be lying to yourself. Yeah. You, could be, you could be like, you know, I'm going to be so damn happy if I buy this $365 suitcase. And you fucking buy it, and you're like, and holy you're shit. I regret, yeah. How do you do that? Like, how do you, you personally distinguish that? You just do? <laughs> no, no. There's, there's a lot of thought? <laughs> there's, I wouldn't say there's a lot of thought. There's just a lot of, well, it's knowing yourself, again. Like, you have to know who you are in order to do these things. And it's mm. like... Okay, I know that. Like, how do I how do I say this? Okay. <laughs> this is a very. I notice these things are very like it's hard to learn it because it's such an abstract concept. No, it's just for me personally. I tend to do a lot of like pros and cons. Like, okay, what would happen if I do this? What would happen if I do that? What would happen if I do this? I try and list out the um, possibilities mm. and then try and choose the best one or the one I think would be the best one. And a lot of it comes from me just being a paranoid bitch, I guess. Because, well, a lot of the times Same I'll thing. try to like plan out conversations beforehand and plan out oh, what funny. I'm going to say. And it's like, okay. Sometimes it does come in handy. Sometimes it actually does work. And I'll like take these snippets from my mental conversations, throw them into real conversations, and they'll actually work really mm -hmm. well. 
and a lot of the times, a lot of the time, it doesn't come to fruition because there's no way I could predict what someone else says. Mm. There's no way I could predict how something unfolds, and that's just you know a learning process. As you spend more time with people, you get tend to uh, learn what they're like and learn how they act, and then you can kind of predict what they're gonna do. Hell no. Oh no! It it is a relationship. (laughs) It's a relationship with the rest of the world, sweetie. And that's you know just kind of how it is. Mm. But another part of it, right, is just you being able to accept what you do, like Mm. just saying. Okay, I've made up my mind, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm going to deal with whatever the hell comes with it. Fair. Because it's just that you want to do those things, mm. and the rest of it is just something you're going to have to deal with, because that's life, you know? C'est la vie. Yeah. How do you accept, but still be ambitious? Because I feel like when I accept something, I feel like, okay, that's just what it is, and I don't act on it anymore. So, like, if I accept that I just suck ass at, like, let's say piano, like, like how do you, how do you mm. then be like, well, I want to get, get, just accept that you want to get better? Like, how? Well, no, I think... I feel like they're very contradicting concepts, are they not? It's... I don't think it's contradicting. Because you can accept you're bad at, thing, at something, but still want to get better. I guess so. Like, it's just a matter of not getting discouraged. Mm. And also, you know, realizing that, well, I'm bad at something. <laughs> Whoa. Now. What a concept. But <laughs> I'm not good at something yet. You know? Ooh, ooh, concept, ooh, <laughs> no, it's li- that's literally what it is. We like to though. shit on that so much, but it's so true. It's like, yeah, we like to shit on it, but it's actually really, like prominent mm. in a lot of things that's very true i don't think it's shitting so much on the concept i think it's just shitting on the way we were taught it oh true like, enough oh you're right because that's like no that's the thing with like 90 percent of like you know students shitting on classes and stuff it's not the actual concept the actual concepts themselves because it's you know just concepts and facts and half the time I see them using it later on I'm like ah hypocritical, hypocritical. but no it, but I realize alright they're just they're not shitting on the concept they're shitting on how they were taught they're shitting on the act of teaching they're shitting on the teachers maybe we can wrap this one up last final closing thoughts the way I simplified it down was does this shit make you happy can you live with it well the way I see it is that everyone goes on their own kind of journey for these things true and you have to be able to realize that just because someone else is at a certain point doesn't mean like you're behind or anything. Again, it's yeah. this whole like your someone else's success does not mean your failure. And yeah. I think personally, I think like you're a lot more, um, I guess, advanced than me in like certain other things because you're a lot more ambitious than yeah. I. Like I don't think I'll ever be as ambitious as you. Genuinely, like. I don't want to make my own business. I want to take advantage of a business already created. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what a lot of people tell me. They're just like, why don't you just take over? I was like, you know how fucking hard that is? It's not as fun. Goddamn. Yeah. No. But that's the thing. It takes so much more ambition to create your own business. And it takes so much more creativity and ingenuity and just guts playing out. (laughs) Oh, that's where I lack a little bit. No. I think you can actually do it. That's the thing. Oh, thank you. Like... I have full confidence in you. Even if you don't think you're there yet, I do 
see Aww. like at certain points you are genuinely one of the like gutsiest per- people I know I know and I fucking ate really... food off of Chinatown floor yeah I got you. Jesus <laughs> that wasn't confidence that what was just the hell shit. that's just dumbassy but no but like seriously you do demonstrate a lot of confidence at times and I think it's just a matter of bringing that out um. you know and I don't know how you do that. I don't know <laughs> what it would be. I don't know what the trigger would be for you. And mm. that's something you're going to have to find for yourself. That's something you're you're shaking your head, but that's genuinely what it is. True. It's just a long winding road. Yeah, but it, that's life, and yeah. you will grow and you will learn along the way. And I'm sure those lessons will serve you well. It's you know just a matter of time. Right. And, you know, like, there's always this whole thing about, like, oh, what would you tell your younger self? And it's like, I wouldn't tell my younger self anything. Really? There's nothing, there's nothing you would, there's, it's not that there's nothing I'd change. If I could go back in time and do over a year, I would do so in a heartbeat. Because, but the thing is, I couldn't have learned most of, like, what most of my like personal code mm. without going through all that like trouble and just mm. you know heartbreak loss you know just all that mm. it builds you it really does and i'm not trying to be you know edgy or melodramatic or anything oh, no, saying like not. oh i changed because i mm experienced all this tragedy because I really didn't in like complete hindsight my mental kind of state always kept me pretty afloat like I was always able to step back and say hey no I'm being ridiculous don't be this melodramatic dumbass (laughs) you you know keep myself yeah keep myself there it's just I think what it was is that I was able to take a lot more out of what happened than most people do. Mm, fair. Just, I don't know, like, due to my nature of being overly, like, paranoid and always learning, like, okay, I do this, 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 and this, never do this. Mm. Or just, I don't know, kind of out of the process, but it's definitely been a lot of learning, a lot of changing myself to be better, I think. Mm. That's such a cute note. And with that, we're going to end this specific episode. Thank you all for watching this episode. Or thank you all for listening to this episode of Unapologetically. Um, That is all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Isaac, for coming onto the show and speaking with Thank me. Thank you for having me, Jerry. I look forward to any more that we may do. Hell yeah. And thank you to all of you guys who are listening out there. Be sure to tune in on the 1st and the 15th of every month. And we hope to see or hear or I don't understand. We hope you tune in again soon. Yeah, there we go. Bye.